Hello and welcome to the podcast from Secretary to CEO. I'm your host, Caroline Fry, and in today's episode, we're talking about how to grow and maximize your habits. Now, I've already done an episode on how to start building habits and routines. So now I want to take that a step further. And what I want to do is look at your existing habits and how we can build on what habits you have in place currently. Success and failure in life are largely based on our habits, the things we do without even thinking. And habits are what you always do, whether you're aware of them or not. And the reality is you can have good habits that serve you, but you can also have not so good habits. So in order for us to make improvements in our lives, we really need to start establishing and reinforcing successful habits. The greatest gift you can give to yourself is to consciously and proactively work on your habits. Being in charge of our habits, it gives us a greater sense of control over our lives. Now, if we look at our habits and if we look at maybe new habits, I think it's fair to say new habits, you know, they can need to lead to a a new future. So if you were to continue with your existing set of habits, and if we were to think about this logically, So you're staying as you are and doing everything exactly as you have been. There really is only one possible outcome. And that outcome looks like your current reality. If you are not happy with your current reality, you need to establish a new set of habits. Like Einstein himself said, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over and expecting a different result. So if you want to change your current reality, you really will need to upgrade your habits. Now, I had mentioned before in my previous podcast about habits, if you are serious about making new habits and if you're stuck or if you if you want ideas, I really do recommend reading the book Atomic Habits by James Clear. And like it really is a brilliant read and I love how he breaks down the habit. So here's a quick reminder when we're thinking about habits and that we're, you know, we're trying to set new habits. Really a habit consists of four things. So there's your cue. So that's the trigger, like something that gets you to act like, you know, something that maybe you're not happy about or, you know, you're having a look Oh God, I wish I had done that or I want to do that or, you know, so basically there's a cue out there, something that's going to trigger you to get you going. And then there's the craving, like this is what you want to achieve, like be it that promotion, be it that savings plan, be it that house, like this is, this is what you want. So then there's the response, and this is the action of the habit itself. So this is, what action are you going to put in place to actually, do you know, kind of achieve this goal, to make this a habit? So, you know, if you want to retire at 50, are you are actually, the action that you are going to have to take is, oh, I need to be putting 100 euros by a week, or I need to be saving X amount. So it is, it's looking at the actual response, the trigger, what you're going to do to actually start making that habit happen. And then there's the reward. So the feeling that you get, you know, so it's a positive feeling you get from completing that habit. It's something that you feel good about. You check your bank balance, you see the money is starting to grow. You're like, woohoo. 
So if we were to look at that, and if we were to look at our life right now, I would ask you this question. Like, how do you feel about your existing set of habits right now? And do you feel committed to them? Do you feel you are not good good at following through on your habits, that you lack self-discipline or you feel guilty for not um, sticking to a habit like, oh, you know, I wanted to do this, but I never did. Or I always said, you know, um, I wanted to fit into that dress for Christmas or something like that. And yet, like, you know, you wanted to go walk and then Christmas comes around and then you're not the size that you want to be like. So so then you start berating yourself and you're kind of going, you feel guilty then. And you're like, oh, it's a lack of self-discipline. And then this guilt often prevents us um, from actually getting the reward from the progress that you're making. And like, we can all talk about this lack of self-discipline. But in truth, we actually don't lack self-discipline. The problem is we are just focusing on the wrong thing. If you look at your existing set of habits that you are doing day in, day out, you're fully committed to them. You might not like that, but you are actually fully committed. You're fully committed to not going out for that walk. You're fully committed to staying in work. You're fully committed to constantly checking your emails when you're on holidays. But the key is not to get distracted um, from this self-discipline, but basically to focus on the habits that are the foundations to building personal improvement and success. So it's not about beating ourselves up. It's not about looking, oh my God, I wish it was doing this or I wish it doing that. It's like actually looking at what's good in our lives, what's working. And the reality is all habits feel natural. All habits, whether they're good or bad, feel natural. And each one of us has like a full set of habits that regulates our behavior you know, think about, oh my God, that, that was such a stressful day. You're gone home and you've had a glass of wine to switch off. Or, you know, kind of maybe you do go for that walk. Or maybe, you know, for you to actually go and, and self-regulate. There's a process that you actually do. Some people exercise. Some people go for the glass of wine. Some people binge watch Netflix. So we do actually have a set of habits that regulates our behavior. So the only thing that makes one habit good and another bad is really whether it supports or impedes our goal in life. You know, so it really is thinking about it like, I don't know if you want to be really, really fit and healthy, like, you know, going into your 70s or 80s, like, and if you're you're not managing stress well and how you're managing stress is maybe a bottle of wine every evening. Like, let's be honest, that's not really the best habit that you can have. Like, your brain is going to work with you to strengthen any kind of behavior. So I'm challenging you this, or I ask you this. Do your existing set of habits work for you or do they work against you? Now, I first came across this process of how to maximize or how to really start growing our own habits and really looking into our habits through um, a program strategic coach that I was on. And we got to do this exercise where we got to look at it, um, got to take a closer look at our habits. So I'd ask you this, 
look at your existing set of habits. And like, what do you do that actually works? And then ask yourself, what is fundamentally not working and what needs to be changed? If you want to change your habit, the best place to start is choose one small good habit and start doing it. And bad habits can often be hard to break um, because of the associated habits that go with them. So one trick is maybe to replace a bad habit with a good one. And starting new good habits will start to squeeze out the old bad habits. So I don't know if you think about it, like when you start drinking a glass of water with each meal, maybe you're going to drink less fizzy drinks or maybe less, you know, wine with your dinner. You know, and then like maybe when you start saying please and thank you and actually looked engaged in conversations, your relationships will naturally start to improve. So by examining your habits one at a time, see what's working. See what needs to be changed. And then choosing a habit, you know, to change. This is where you can start to transform your life. So I'm going to give you an example of when I did this exercise. And here's what I had to write down. So the first question we were asked was, list out three growth habits that I currently had in place. So I sat back and I actually talk, talked about this. Like, So three good habits that were really supporting in me in my life at that time was the first one was I was getting up at 6 a.m. And that was really, really benefiting my, my daily setup. The second one was there was a hobby uh, that I loved and it was just for me. I was learning how to drum at the time and I absolutely loved that. So that that really was working in my life. And then the third thing, um, simple but very effective, I had my children's lunches done before they even got up for school. So then I had to go into the next box then. And then it was like, okay, have a look maybe at three non-growth habits. And I even loved the word non-growth habits as opposed to bad habits that I was currently doing. So the first one that I stood back and I looked at this was I was staying too late in work. And the consequence of that was I really was not in the humor to make dinner or play with my children when they got home. The second habit then, non-growth habit that I had was I was constantly checking emails. I was always on. So my brain never actually got a chance to recharge or refresh or it never felt switched off. It was always kind of like, you know, on edge. And then the third um, non-growth habit I had was not actually putting enough structure into my day. And I was always allowing interruptions. So after I'd written the three of those um, points, three good growth habits and then three non-growth habits down, I wanted to have a look and see how could I expand on the growth habits that I had in place? And then how could I start to reduce the non-growth habits I had? So for the expansion, um, I set myself a goal of making my own lunch for work too when I was making my children's lunch. So I was like actually much better, uh, both health-wise and financially, if while I was making their lunch, just include me in the pot. So then I didn't actually have to either go out and buy my lunch. And it meant that I was guaranteed actually eating at lunchtime every day. And then for the reduction, I set myself a goal to leave the office at 5 p.m. So I could be home that bit earlier, have homework done earlier, and actually start our evening meal earlier. But the point here was, 
this exercise helped me to stop focus on the lack of self-discipline and I only had bad habits and you know what it gave me the opportunity was to do was to focus on do you know what actually I do have some really good habits in place and how can I start now slowly to reduce the not so good habits and the other thing I did was I started small now, I went into this in more detail, um, you know, my other podcast about habits like, but I did just not start getting up at 6 a.m. I used to get up at um, 7 a.m. And then I pulled it back to 6.45 and then 6.30. So I started small and gradual. So now I'm actually up at 5.45. But that, like, that took well over a year, probably actually even two years to get that fully in place. If I went straight from 7 a.m. to 5.45, I would have set myself up to fail. It would have been too big a change and I would have not been able to sustain the effort. Like, you know, I just wouldn't have kept that that new habit up. And like, you know, if we look at our New Year's resolutions, what hap- what happens? Like, why do they never work? Well, it's because we try to get every bad habit that we perceive we have about us. Like, and that, like you know, we're going to try and change too too many things at once. So basically what we're doing is we are setting ourselves up to fail. So instead I started slow. I nailed getting up the 15 minutes earlier then. And then when I had that 15 minutes done, then I started to expand that and I added another 15 minutes. So then I was up 30 minutes earlier. So it's so, so, so important that we start small. So how can you do this? What can you do? How can, like, how, what would I encourage you to do at home? Well, firstly, I would encourage you to do that exercise if you could. So I really would encourage you to have a look at and see, is there three, write down three growth habits and write down three non-growth habits, you know, and then look at how can I expand on my habits? Is there anything that would, you know, I can work on that can, can make them better for me and it's going to have a better impact on my life and then start to look at your non-growth habits you know so is there something there that you can do then what I'd encourage you to do is write it down pick a goal like for me when I was doing my non-growth habits it was like okay I want to be able to out of the office at five you know and that was it and I actually wrote that down and I committed to it And then we also got this sheet in Strategic Coach where you had to write down your habit and you had to tick it every day. And I got such a kick out of actually ticking that I have done my habit today. I have gone, I have left the office, you know, at 5 p.m. and now I am home. And then like pick a buddy if you want to, like when you're doing this, like, you know, like somebody that maybe that is going to give you the accountability. You know, and I said this before, if you want to start walking and you don't like doing this on your own, pick somebody that's actually going to walk. Not somebody that's maybe a bit like, you know, fair weather. That's kind of like maybe both of you are starting out on this journey together. Maybe pick somebody that has a well-established walking routine into their life that, you know, hail, rain, shine. They they are going to be out. They're going to walk. And it doesn't, you know, they're going to be going, no, right, no, there's no excuses. Come on, we're going to do this and we'll get this out. So they will be my tips if you want to start um, doing this. So, you know, we all have a choice at the end of the day. And it's not about self-discipline. 
it's about looking at, yeah, I'm actually committed to these. You're committed to not walking or you're committed to walking. Um, and that these habits make us what we are. So it's to encourage you, work on your growth habits. Look at the non-growth habits and how you can start reducing them. Not easy, but it is doable. Um, so I hope you enjoyed this podcast and thank you for tuning in. Um, as mentioned in this one, there is other episodes in the series. So if, you're, if you've maybe come in late to the series and you're coming on how to maximize, I'd encourage you to go back and have a look at the, the previous one there, which is, is about setting up your routines and rituals. Um, and then I'd also, you know, log on to carolinefrycoaching.com. You'll see the full series there. They're also on Spotify and iTunes. Um, so keep tuning in. I really appreciate the support and I really appreciate the downloads. Thank you.